If you're feeling anxious today, take a minute to reevaluate your goals. Do you have a big overarching goal that you're working toward? If not, let's start there. This is The Next Simple Step. I'm Paul Goldsmith. If you haven't read all the self-help and business books of the last year, (laughs) don't worry. I have, and I want to save you some time and money today. I'll just boil it down for you. They all say the same thing. Get brutally honest with yourself. What do you want? Big picture. What do you want in life? Not today. Ultimately, you want to be known and loved. You want to have meaningful connections, and you want to have a worthy goal to pursue at all times. It's true of all of us. Psychiatrist and Holocaust survivor Viktor Frankl in Man's Search for Meaning says it this way, mental health is based on a certain degree of tension between what one has already achieved and what one still ought to accomplish, or the gap between what one is and what one should be. Such a gap is indispensable to mental well-being. We should not, then, be hesitant about challenging man with a potential meaning for him to fulfill. I consider it a dangerous misconception of mental hygiene to assume that what man needs in the first place is equilibrium, or as it is called in biology, homeostasis, i.e. a tensionless state. What man actually needs is not a tensionless state, but rather the striving and struggling for a worthwhile goal, a freely chosen task. What he needs is not the discharge of tension at any cost, but the call of a potential meaning waiting to be fulfilled by him. That was written about 75 years ago, and it's still true today. Our capitalist society just wants to sell you more stuff. That's not good or bad. It's just good to know what is true. And sometimes we falsely believe that buying stuff, the next device or clothes or meals or whatever it is, will satisfy us, but of course it never does, not for long, not for more than a few minutes anyway. Consuming doesn't fill us up. It is a means to an end. You need to eat to fuel your body to get through the day. You need certain tools to create, but they don't replace the creation for you. That's the work you have to do. What goal are you pursuing now that takes you out of consuming mode into creation mode? That's what's going to fulfill you, truly a goal worth pursuing. Many of us strive to be known and then become content creators or influencers, and I don't think that's good or bad. It just doesn't bring meaning by itself, as the influencers are finding out for themselves. In fact, I saw an article in the New York Times recently with the headline, Is There Life After Influencing?, where they profiled a recovering influencer who goes by Lee from America. Lee gave up posting on Instagram to get an office job, and her co-workers were stunned by this because they kind of envied her influencer status. And when one of them asked her, like, what are you doing? You have what we're all seeking. Her response to the co-worker was, you don't get it. You think you're a slave, but you're not. When you're an influencer, then you have chains on. A lot of self-help books talk about work-life balance, but I think that misses the point. As the recovering influencer Lee said, for people who want to learn how to be an influencer but with balance, I don't have any tips. I think she's figured this out that some of us still need to learn that there's no such thing as balance. All there is is this one life, and I think a better goal is integration. Are you living 
a life of purpose, pursuing the things you ought to pursue. And humans were not made to be brands. Now, sure, in our capitalistic society, people have personal brands, what you're known for, but that's a persona. That's a part of your public identity, but it's not who you are at the core. You are a spiritual being with a human body, and perhaps you have a public brand, but what gives you purpose is alignment of your mind, body, and soul. And I think influencers they feel trapped because they can never turn off this persona. It's become who they think they are. And their soul is crying out for actual human connection to not be on all the time. And I realize how intoxicating influence can be. We're all figuring this life out as we go. One of my favorite wisdom sayings is, be kind for everyone you meet is fighting a hard battle. I think we all need to be kinder to ourselves first and foremost. Personally and professionally, what has to happen for you to make progress on your biggest goals in life in the next six months, in the next month, this week? And then eliminate anything that is sabotaging that purpose, that's getting in the way, that's keeping you busy, whether that's a temporary pleasure like binging videos on Netflix or YouTube or even seemingly good things like socializing with friends. Start each week and day with clarity on what simple steps you need to take to advance your most important goals. Every day, you're going to make over 30,000 decisions today, and most of them, thankfully, without being mindful, but you can make at least three intentional decisions today to freely choose tasks that are meaningful to you. What will you create today that will bring you purpose, that will bring you alignment, not for your public persona, not because you think you have to, but because you truly want to, because it's a goal worth pursuing and one that is going to bring you meaning. If you'd like some coaching, if you'd like help in figuring this out, feel free to send me a text. The number is 559-574-3210. And I'll talk to you next time on the next Simple Step Podcast.